Hi, welcome back to Wildflower Women. My name is Megan Princewill, and I am super excited to be with you right now in this moment that we are sharing together. Um, if you saw the title of this episode, um, you should probably have a pretty good idea about where we're going. Um, we're going to talk about the words that we speak um, and the power of our words. And I feel like I've kind of touched on this uh, in in another episode, but um, I scrolled back through the previous episodes because I was trying to figure out, have I already talked about this? Uh, but I didn't see any titles or descriptions uh, that were like anywhere near this topic. So I'm thinking it might have been during the First uh, Corinthians 13 series that we did um, that I that I talked about this a little bit. Um, and I could remember saying certain things. So uh, if 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 you get a repeat of it, then um, forgive me, uh, but also um, just hold on to it. Um, it might be really important. And so tonight I or I said it to, I was doing so well not saying tonight. I promise you one day I will record an episode and not say tonight, but I'm sorry. I did it. I know you're probably, if you've never listened to my podcast before, you're probably really confused right now. But if you have, then you know that I always say tonight when I know that you might not be listening at night. And so that is, that's, that's why it, it, that's why I get so aggravated at myself. Uh, Cause I don't like to say tonight because I personally don't like to hear um, someone say good afternoon if it's in the morning or good morning when it's in the afternoon. It just annoys me for some reason. And so I really don't like that I do that. So I'm sorry if you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon um, and it is not nighttime. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you're, this is your first time listening, this is who I am. It is what it is. And we just roll with it. So <laughs> anyway, we are going to talk about, um, the things that we say and the words that we speak and how important it is for us to, uh, to be careful of those words. Um, and I feel like this, I want to say that this is, this is a topic that is probably uh, more, um, women would probably have uh, more to gain from this topic than men. But at the same time, I have I've heard men talk and I think that men probably um, gossip just as much as women, but they just don't realize it because um, they're not emotionally invested in the things that they're talking about. And so <laughs> they just say things. Um, but I know as women, it is sometimes very um, easy to get sucked into conversations. Um, it's very easy not only to get sucked into a conversation and end up saying something negative about somebody or even maybe just sharing too much information about something or a situation. Um, but also, it is really easy for women to have negative um, things to say about themselves. 
So I want to kind of talk about just the power of that. And I know that you've probably heard that. I know like um, growing up, I, I can think of two specific um, illustrated sermons or lessons that stick out in my mind so clearly that I just think about randomly. I just visualize. Um, one was my Sunday school teacher who had a tremendous impact on my life. Um, and just the way that she lived her life impacted me so dramatically. And I'm so thankful that God placed her in my life. But I vividly remember one week, she was my Sunday school teacher for many years. And one week we were talking about the things that we say and the words that we, that we speak and her illustrated message to go, or illustration to go with the Sunday school lesson was, um, we, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, there were a couple of us and we had several tubes of toothpaste and we had to, as fast as we could, squeeze all the toothpaste out of the, uh, out of the tube. And we got it all out. And then she was like, okay, now first person to get their toothpaste back in their tube. And it was absolutely impossible. You cannot put toothpaste back into a tube. It does not work. Um, and her, the, the, you know, the illustration was proving to us that once we say something, once it comes out of our mouths, you can't take it back. Um, and just to be mindful of those things that you say, uh, because, you know, the same way toothpaste coming out, all of the, if you squeeze an entire tube of toothpaste out, you're going to have a mess. And words can cause a mess. Words can cause pain. Um, words can, can destroy relationships. Um, and then another illustrated sermon was uh, my youth pastor. And I believe that he was talking about the things that we say. I am i don't know why, but even if, if it wasn't the lesson that he was talking about, it is the lesson I got from it. Um, it's the lesson that I remember. Uh, but the in Proverbs, there's a verse that says, gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. And so I can visualize him. He was in front of us. And he, he always had crazy illustrated sermons. And I don't know, it may have even been the same sermon that he had a cow tongue. Um, but it may have been, I don't know. I, I, but I remember him having a cow tongue, but I also remember, um, him having a huge honeycomb and him just taking a bite of it. And just like, he was just acting like it was the best thing ever. And there's like honey everywhere. And so I remember those illustrations and the things, you know, when I think about the words that I say, um, and so I want to I want to talk about that because it is so important uh, that we are mindful of what we say, and the reason why I feel like I'm sharing this episode, this subject tonight, um, I feel like every time I have a topic. I've had a conversation or God has had a conversation with me um, and it just, it's like I, it's stuck in my head. But just today uh, I was talking to a friend and I was, I was telling her that, you know, in her situation to speak life over her situation because um, there, there have been negative things spoken about the situation and negative words and 
and that life and death are in the power of the tongue and that the things that we say, um, you know, that other people, the things that other people have said could be having an effect. And I was trying to quote a certain verse to her, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Uh, but it says, it. I found it then in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 20, it says, never make light of the king, even in your thoughts, and don't make fun of the powerful, even in your own bedroom, for a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. Um, and I know that, you know, I think this is actually, I might have said that, I might have uh, spoken this verse, uh, shared this verse in an, in the episode when I talked about politics, sort of. Um, but respecting authority, but then also just respecting people in general and the things that you say in this verse, it says that a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. Um, and I don't know that I, you know, when I think about that in this spiritual context and I am not saying this, it is what it is. I just, when I visualize or when I, um, when I, imagine what this verse means to me, what it means to me. And the reason why I want to share what it means to me is because it makes me um, be that much more aware of, of what I say. And, and it says to never make light of the King and don't make fun of power, the powerful, even in your own bedroom. So it doesn't matter if you are in the privacy of your own homes, talking to the people that you trust, talking to um, your your husband or um, your mom or dad or brother or sister or your best friend, even in in the in the privacy and in, in that intimate place of your bedroom, if, if even if it's somewhere that you feel is perfectly safe and you can say whatever you want to say. Um, it says, for a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. And when I visualize that or when I imagine what that means, what it means to me and what my um, interpretation of that, uh, that keeps me from speaking things or or trying to not speak things I shouldn't say, is that I don't necessarily think that a little bird is going to hear me. Um, and fly away and go land on someone else's window and and chirp to them and tell them exactly what I said. But I do believe that the enemy hears the things that we say out loud um, and the things that we are speaking to people and the things, the conversations that we have. I I do believe that the enemy is just waiting for something to be said that he can use to hurt someone else. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if you've ever, um, if you've ever been somewhere and you just could hear and feel like you couldn't actually audibly hear them, but you could hear the things that were being said about you and just the way that that feels. And I, I believe that on one hand, there is discernment that will show you God, you know, the Holy Spirit will give you discernment to know what is happening in a room. But then also, I think that the enemy knows where your weak points are. And when I imagine this verse or when I visualize this verse, I just visualize that the enemy is just sitting and waiting and listening for us. And when we talk about someone or when we speak negatively about a situation, there's just these little demon imps just waiting to 
run off and to speak lies into someone's ear. And, you know, they might not, they might not hear that, um, that, you know, so-and-so just said that you're stupid. Like they might not hear someone said I was stupid or, you know, they might not hear the, 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 uh, details of it, but what they might hear is a voice that tells them you're stupid. You're worthless. You're never going to be anything. Why are you doing this? You're never going to accomplish your dreams. Why are you even chasing this dream? You're stupid. You, why don't you know that you're not good enough for this? You're ugly. Why did you cut your hair like that? Why are you wearing your why are you wearing that outfit? You know this is stupid. Why did you're so ugly? You're so worth like those things and I know as women we hear those thoughts. I feel like um well I, I don't know how men think because I'm not a man but I feel like we more often will hear those type of thoughts and and who knows if if those moments when you just suddenly hear that you know, and feel that you, you can't do it. If you have a dream or if you've stepped out in, in, in pursuit of a, a, a goal and all of a sudden you just feel incapable, how do you know that there's not someone in the background saying, why, how, why does she think she can do this? This is so not going to work. She is not going to be able to do this. She does not have what it takes. She does not have the business mind to do this. She does not have the resources. She's not even that good at it. Why would she think she can do that? I feel so bad for her. I can't believe she's going to do this. And so here you are hearing this. Yeah, I can't do this. And then you step back and you don't accomplish your goals or you don't, you, you let fear keep you from doing it. And so I don't know. I don't know if that's how it is. But just the thought of what if, what if when I see somebody stepping out and doing something that I might think, in my own opinion, is stupid? Like, why are you doing that? Like, that is, nobody, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody wants that. Is there, is, are you really going to be able to support your family like this? Even if that was my own part, now I normally, I rarely have those type of thoughts about people. I'm normally cheering on the sidelines for just about anybody who's doing anything as long as it's good. Um, and as long as it is not sin, I'm probably cheering them on. But it, that idea or that thought of what if my words end up being somebody else's negative thoughts about themselves? just because that little bird carried my words to them. And so I want you to think about that. I want, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that is theology. I'm not saying that is what that verse says. And I don't know, but for me, it's too important and too dangerous to take that risk. And it's not hard to either speak life or shut up. If you can't speak life, you know, um, I think I actually think I, I did. I had talked about this a little bit because I feel like I remember um, quoting Thumper from Bambi. Um, my mom always says, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. That idea of either speak life or shut up. You don't have to say something. If somebody is doing something, 
that you think is stupid, if somebody is doing something and your personal opinion of them is that they are going to fail because you don't believe that they have it within them, you don't have to say anything. And be careful that you don't say something. Um, be careful that if you speak anything, speak life. And uh, there are several verses that go along with this. Um, that all throughout the all throughout the, the old and the New Testament. Uh, that just talk about speaking life and how powerful your words are. In Proverbs twelve eighteen, it says, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. The words of the reckless pierce like swords. You have probably been in a situation. Um, girls are mean, uh, especially like middle school and high school girls. They're just mean. Um, like I had a class of eighth graders um, this past school year that I have never, as an adult, I don't think that I have ever felt so tiny and small because of some eighth grade girl's words. Um, and then there was a, a, a boy one day walked into class and he was like, oh, seriously, I hate this. And I was like, you do know I am a real human being standing here. Like I am a real person that you just walked into my class and you said you hate it. You said you would rather like do anything but be in this class with me. I am a human. I am a real person. I am not a robot. Um, but those words, the the reckless words of just walking into a room and being annoyed that, you know, there's somebody's eating something that you don't like and the smell is there and you're like, oh, why? I hate that smell. Those reckless words, they pierce like swords, you know, they hurt. Um, if somebody comes in and is just completely offended by something that that is just, you know, that you didn't, you weren't trying to be offensive. You were just being, you know, doing your job and, and they're just having a bad day. Those words hurt. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. The words of the wise, the things that you can say that you're not reckless with your words, it can be healing to someone. Um. The heart in Proverbs 15, 28, the heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You will either eat the fruit of life by the words that you say that are life to someone, or you will eat the fruit of the death, the death words that you say to someone. Um Matthew 15, 11, it says, It is not what goes out of your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out. Um, not what goes into your mouth that defiles you, but you are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. You cannot eat all the, the, the bad things. You cannot drink all the bad things. You, cannot, um, you, you can avoid all of the sinful things that you could put into your body. But if your words are death, and if your words are cutting like swords, 
That is what symbolizes you. Um, in Ephesians 4.29, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building each other up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. That is so important. In 1 Peter 3.10, it says, If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. And that's just what I want you to think about. What are you, what are, what are you putting out? You know, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building each other up according to their needs and that it may benefit those who listen. Speak life. Speak life not only um, in the secret places, the things that you say to your best friend, to your husband, to your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cat, your dog, the things that come out of your mouth about other people and about other situations. If you can't speak life, shut up. <laughs> if you're not going to speak life to about something, if you're not going to speak love over a situation, if you're not going to speak healing and hope and, uh, and just the peace of God over a situation, don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak recklessly. Don't let your words be like swords. If you walk into a room and you see someone and your immediate thought is, oh my goodness, what in the world is she wearing? That is the ugliest outfit I have ever seen in my life. And you think that. I encourage you to work to immediately find something good about her. Maybe she, her hair looks good, or maybe her shoes are cute, or maybe you noticed something good that she did for work, or just find something positive. And like, just void out that negative thought by speaking something life to that person. Um, if you feel like, you know, somebody is stepping out into something that you don't think they're going to be able to accomplish it, speak life over it. Speak life over it. Rebuke, rebuke the, the negativity that is coming. You know, if you're the, if you think that, oh, wow, she doesn't have the business sense to do this, or, or he doesn't have the, the, the creativity to do this or he's he's he doesn't have the connections that he needs to do this instead of speaking those things out loud stop and say father i ask you to birth within her the business mindset that she needs to make this dream come true god i ask you to put the connections in his life that he needs to for this venture that he is going on to not only succeed, but to prosper in amazing ways. Start speaking to those things that you see as negatives and impossibilities. Speak to them in prayer. Speak life over them and ask God to do the things that you think are lacking that won't, that will cause something to not happen. Speak life, speak life. And then I encourage you, to speak life over yourself. 
when you hear the thoughts of, I'm not good enough, rebuke the, rebuke those words, rebuke those words. And then ask God, God, if, if there's someone that is speaking death over me or speaking negativity over me, God, I ask you to bless them. I ask you to speak life to them. I ask you to encourage them. I ask you to give them a vision for what you've called them to do. And I ask you to bless them in ways that they can't even believe. Reverse that curse. Reverse the curse and speak life over the people that may be speaking death over you. You don't have to know who it is, but if you do know who it is, then pray for them. Not that God, that God, that they would feel just like that the, everything would fall apart for them until they get it right, but that, that they would feel the presence of God in a new way and that they would just be blessed. Speak life. Speak life. And then speak life over yourself when you hear those things. I'm not good enough. Or I'm not pretty enough. Or I'm not. I'll never get this. I'll never have this. I'll never be this. Speak life over it. Speak the word of God over yourself. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I was formed by the hands of God. He formed me. He knit me together in my mother's womb. He has called me and set me apart. He knows the plans that he has for me, and they are plans to prosper me. Everything may be falling apart right now, but all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Speak life over yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, honey, you are a child of the Most High. You are a daughter of the King. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And if what you see in the mirror does not measure up to the image of perfection and beauty that society says, oh well, because that is not God's image of beauty and perfection. You are exactly who you're supposed to be. You are designed and fashioned to be exactly who you are. And if there is anything in you that needs to work out, God is doing it. God is working that out. But look at yourself and say, I'm a daughter of the King and I am beautiful. My father sees me as his beautiful creation. Speak life over yourself. Listen to the words that you say. And if you're not speaking life over a situation, speak life. If you haven't spoken life over someone and you know that you have spoken death, speak life. Ask God to ask God to, to stop, to, to, to reverse that, those words that were spoken, even if they came from your own mouth, to cancel that and to replace it with blessings. Speak life. Um, that is all I have for you, and I have got about a minute and a half because I am recording on my computer, and it told me I can only record 30 minutes. How dare it put a time limit on this podcast? But it's okay because I'm done. Um, I will ask you, though, if you are listening on um, Apple or um, 
yeah, Apple Podcast. If you don't mind, go and rate the um, the podcast. Uh, that puts it higher up in the search, um, and we can have get more people listening. Um, I choose not to put ads in this. I'm not trying to make a living off of this podcast. I just want to um, speak what I feel like the Lord has spoken to me. So um, there, I won't get publicity like that. But if you are listening on Apple or even on any other podcast that allows you to rate, please do that. Um, and if you have any questions or if you would like to um, have a topic talked about, um, you can email me at wildflower mothers at gmail.com wildflower mothers at gmail.com and um let's get in touch with each other uh share the podcast share it with your friends um and let's let's get some more people on this journey with us thank you for listening thank you for being here with me and um if you have not heard it today you are loved i love you jesus loves you you are beautiful. You're worth it. You are valuable. You got this. Bye.